Hey, thanks for joining me here on Fundraising Secrets. This is Maya McNulty, your host. I apologize for not getting more content out to you on a regular basis because I have been under the weather, not feeling so great. But I hope you guys are feeling well and that you want to tune into this episode of Fundraising Secrets, Five Ways to Lucrative Fundraising. I'm Maya McNulty, and this is the Fundraising Secrets Podcast, made for funpreneurs. Funpreneurs is a heart-centered leader. Funpreneurs take no BS and make no apologies for serving the public. Funpreneurs unite and thrive knowing that together we will prevail. Funpreneurs will fight for the cause, raise awareness, and serve with humility. Funpreneurs are resourceful, compassionate, and philanthropy is our middle name. Funpreneurs deploy the organization's task with honor and champions the mission. Funpreneurs enrich lives and put ethics before conversions. Funpreneurs define strength in numbers, believe in the cause, create the future, build fundraising empires, impact the world. Funpreneurs are driven and inspired knowing that we are making fundraising fun. I'm a funpreneur. All right, guys, so here we go. Five ways to lucrative fundraising. Now, oftentimes we don't think of fundraising as being fun, but we want to change that in your mind that to know that fundraising can be fun if you've got the right team, if you're building the right team, building a dream team. What I mean by this is like having your community involved. I know my friend Melissa O'Reilly and I, when we do a fundraising campaign, we actually have fun. It's not a burden. It's not like the organizations that we pick to, they're having fun. They're, they're just excited about it. They're always smiling. They're happy. And it's an exciting thing because we engage the people, the community, the board members, the community leaders, the volunteers, the donors, the corporate sponsors, the honorary chairs, the steering committees, the ambassadors, the alumni, and we teach them and show them how to graduate them through a value ladder to ascend them up through the next opportunity so that they can see the next opportunity within the organization. So maybe they fulfill their role as a volunteer. So now you can maybe send them up to the steering committee level. And if, if not the steering committee level, maybe an ambassador level. So in Fundraising Secrets, we talk about this and we show you how to ascend your dream team so that they stay engaged with you longer and longer, years after year. The second thing we do is we uh, create a drama-free timeline and have crushing deadlines. And this is really important because it puts the whole organization, especially if you are sending people through a value ladder, they need to know the next actionable step, the actionable task. And when you create a timeline and have deadlines that are associated with that, people are clear with their goals and they're clear with the outcomes. Your volunteers are more committed and they feel more accomplished because things have crossed, been crossed off with the dates and the time and the months and the activity, the actionable task. So creating a drama-free timeline is really essential because it helps to build momentum as you're going through in an event or anything that's going on in your organization. The third thing that we do is we have a proposal secrets on sponsorship. There's six things you need to know in a proposal. Who, who are you trying, what are you doing? Um, I'm sorry, who, what, where, why, how, and the creative sponsorship ask. So who you are, what it is that you're doing, where's the event or the thing, why people need to get involved, and how can they get involved. And then creating a, a strategic and creative ask. So don't use things like red, white, and blue or silver, gold, and bronze. You want to be more captivating. You want to be more engaging. Speak on your missions, uh, fundraising event, and exactly what you guys are doing. 
Also in sponsorship, there's seven action steps to identify key influencers, people who are going to help you to help you with the fundraising. Some some of this could be if you go to hunter.io, H-U-N-T-E-R.io, you reach out to these people that are brand ambassadors, global alliance managers, strategic managers, business development managers, community outreach, community development. These are all people once you create your free profile on hunter.io, you can start reaching out to, and they have funds in the, these departments to give to nonprofits and to organizations such as yourself. You want to have a unique proposal and no more than 10 pages. I like to do three pages or so, three to four pages, uh, but no more longer than that because they're busy and they don't want to um, be, you don't want to be a burden and they don't want to be overwhelmed by your intake. Schedule them on a Zoom call or a face or FaceTime or a Skype appointment. I'd also recommend creating a ClickFunnels account so that you can get your system and your proposals on automation. Next would be how to secure additional payments and avoid high banking fees because here you're collecting all these donations, but we don't want to be spending it all on fees and uh, service fees and things of that nature. So by, one is creating a ClickFunnels account. You would have to create a Stripe account and uh, use Google authentication. So make sure that your Stripe account is safe and that that is hooked up to your bank account. So it's a free Stripe account, but you need that for ClickFunnels. Uh, you could also use DonorBox. It's a widget to help you, uh, like say you want $19.99 or somebody wants to put, uh, you know, change in, you can round it up. DonorBox is a widget for you to be able to do that. PayPal also, you can create a uh, donation button using PayPal. There's another platform called GiveSmart, GiveSmart.com. You could use that as well. That'll help you to avoid additional fees or high bank banking fees. The next step would be creating an irresistible invitation or an offer depending on if you're having an uh, event or if you're having just an open house type of thing where people can come in and, ch and check out what your organization is about. So creating an irresistible invitation or an offer. So you want to create a stack. List all the value. The better the offer, the more money your organization will make. So create the value so that they can say, I want this. There's no way I cannot have this. I need this. I'll pay. If you're going to go the invitation route, you want to make sure that you get those out 10 weeks before your special events, um, six weeks, sort of like a wedding, right? Uh, six to 10 weeks before because people get busy, the times, the calendars get filled up. So create an invitation or a brochure and send it out uh, for your event at least 10 to six weeks before the event. Prepare a list of uh, invitees that you want to have attend your special event. You can use platforms like uh Excel sheet or Google Docs to get organized with your email and your mailings of addresses and phone numbers. And two weeks after the mailing, follow up. Follow up on um, reminder emails, phone calls. And for VIPs, you want to make sure that you reach out to them and have additional touches. Now, if you have an old list or your organization's older, you haven't done an event in a while, you're going to want to scrape the list. You want to maybe buy a new list, update your list, and then merge all the lists together so that you have an active current list to work from to send out your invitation. Now, again, six to 10 weeks is a about the right time for you to send out an invitation before the event and then you definitely want to follow up follow up is key and the final step is thanking your community I can't tell you how how many times people forget to thank their communities or they want to uh, 
skip that part because they don't think it's as important. Um, they think it's cheesy to give a certificate or they think it's cheesy to have another plaque or to give a plaque. You can't, that couldn't be further from the truth. You need to protect your, um, your donors and your volunteers. You can, you can't thank them enough, uh, for their generosity. So continue to thank them, overthink them, thank them so that it's a pain in their butt. Because if you're thanking them, they're going to not say no to you. They're going to keep going and doing whatever it takes to be part of your organization. I've seen this where organizations and, and they'll ask me over and over, should we do this? Should we send an invitation out should, to say thank you? Should we mail it? Should we make a certificate of appreciation? And the answer is yes, yes. Send it, keep going. Don't stop. You can't thank people enough for their generosity. Give special thank you gifts uh, to your team and give it to them consistently. Be often with it and consistent. Two weeks after the event, have a party to thank them, a recap party, a thank you volunteer party. Uh, you know, show your contribution and show the appreciation. Have gifts for your steering committee or your organization um, for the fundraising event or for for whatever your celebration is. And uh, make sure that your steering committee or your organization president announces the official revenues from the fundraising event. That's another way you can thank your community by pulling together an event, just uh, by sharing how far you've come in a short period of time. Remember to always uh, gift your steering committees and give them uh, praises. And also, lastly, you should award a certificate of appreciation to every contributor of your event, every every contributor, uh, even if it's the man that swept the floor or vacuumed the floors. You give it to everyone from mop to top. All right, so I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Fundraising Secrets. This is Maya McNulty, five lucrative ways to better fundraising. All right, guys, I'll catch you next time. If you like this content, share it, subscribe, and rate us on Apple Podcast. Thanks so much, and I'll catch you guys next time. Want more great content? Head on over to our Facebook page, Fundraising Secrets. Don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. Thank you for sharing this episode, and we'll catch you next time on Making Fundraising Fun Again. This is the podcast, Fundraising Secrets, and I'm Maya McNulty.